0: Hello and welcome to Getting It Done, a podcast about music education and life lessons. I'm your host, Tim Rausenberger, and today is the first of many episodes I'm going to be presenting in the near future, which focus on the thought process of educators as they are teaching their lessons. Today is Tuesday, January 30th, 2018. This is episode 223, and today's episode is going to focus on the private music lesson. I feel very strongly about the expression, if you talk the talk, you need to walk the walk. And it's one thing when people wax poetically or gloss over their incredible resumes and all the accolades they have racked up over the years. Obviously, a person with a stacked resume, a person who's been teaching for a long time, it's highly unlikely they are exaggerating about the fact that they have all these different accomplishments. The thing is, they got there somehow. How did that person have so much success? What was he or she doing in the classroom, in a private lesson setting, in a band? or a chorus, perhaps it was one that was very large. Perhaps it was one that had students of all different ability levels. Perhaps ones that may have been special learners or others that may have been extremely gifted. Or just that lesson group of four or five students, but you have so many different learning styles that you need to figure out how to differentiate. Well, I think it's time to stop talking. I think it's time to start walking. And what I'm going to do in today's episode and many others is I'm going to walk you through exactly what is going through a teacher's mind as they're going through the lesson. In other words, these are things that should be going through your mind at all time. At all times, that is. I'm thinking ahead of myself here. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a scenario of a lesson with a private lesson student. And this particular student is not going to... Well, I'm not going to give you his or her ability level. I'm not going to tell you what grade. I'm not going to tell you anything. I want you to just simply listen. Because there's a challenge with this particular episode. You see, there isn't going to be a student sitting across from me. I'm going to play the role of all parts. And I want to show you the types of responses that teachers commonly hear, the types of things that we encounter on a daily basis. In this particular situation, because I am a traveling lesson instructor, I am going to take it from the moment that I've walked into the home. So let's see If you can figure out what's going on as the lesson is happening and I am going to tell you that I that as I'm speaking I'm going to let you in on exactly what's going through my mind as the lessons occurring because if you listen to the entire lesson for a half hour And then I tell you everything afterwards, are you gonna be able to remember everything and precisely what I said or the student said? It's not as likely. Now certainly if this was a video, then it would be a a much easier situation. But I'm going to challenge you here. I'm going to challenge you to use your hearing and see if you can reenact this in your mind. Here is today's private lesson. hi how are you today good good very very good to see you oh he's upstairs right now no problem yeah I'll just get myself set up over here A little bit of time passes student eventually comes downstairs now the first thing going through my mind is this has been a pattern i uh, been teaching the student for a while, and the student has done this on a few occasions. Hey, how are you today? Good. How's your week been? Busy at school? Yeah, me too. I had a, I had a very, very long week. It was, it was a little more stressful than usual. We had that one snow day. Had a lot of work to make up with my students. Oh, okay. All right, so you weren't able to practice as much as usual. Uh, I guess you were enjoying that snow, huh? That's totally understandable. When I was your age, that was something I wanted to do as often as possible whenever it snowed. I totally get it. All right, get your stuff ready. Now at this point I want to say something to the student right away but I'm not going to. Uh, What I've decided to do in this situation is I'm gonna let the student do a little bit of playing so we can get into the lesson and I know that the student is on task, is focused and then once I completely know that we're really into the lesson I'm going to spend some time addressing this issue about the student not being ready right away for the lesson the thing you got to be careful of is is to not talk too much you don't want to be spending half the lesson addressing this issue this is something you're also going to be following up with, um, with the parent or whoever it is that's um, in the area when the lessons are going on okay you're all set to go great alright If you can just play these warm-ups for me, our usual warm-ups. Yeah, do. If you can run, just the odd numbers for today will be great. Yeah, pick any speed that you like, whatever you're comfortable doing. Nice deep breaths, very relaxed. Okay, at this point the student is playing exercise number one. I can just see that there's a little bit of tension going on just in general with the person's playing looks like they had a little bit of a stressful day and they haven't completely wound down yet okay listen before you start the next exercise I want you to do is just close your eyes for a minute I want you to take a deep 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 breath through your nose and hold it for me hold it and release Alright, I want you to do it one more time. This time I want you to take a deep, 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 deep breath through your nose and really hold it so we can feel the tension in the the shoulders. Okay? One, two, three. In through the nose. And release through the mouth. Excellent. Okay, why is it it that I did that? How did it make you feel? that's it yeah you do want to be a little more relaxed because I can I can see when I walked in that you seemed a little bit frazzled a little bit stressed any idea why that may have been why you may have been a little bit stressed as we started the lesson so instead of saying something to the student right away you're asking the student Right, I know that you had just come in from school and you were trying to get ready for the lesson. I understand all that. Can you think back to some of your past lessons? Right, yeah, you You know, this has happened a few times in the past. Listen, I want to be really honest with you, okay? I love being your teacher, but your mom pays me a lot of money to come here and I don't want to be spending time being here just waiting for you to get yourself all set up and it's something I haven't really talked about you before but instead of me just having to go to mom and talk to her about it do you think you can actually take it upon yourself to do this? get stuff all set up, it's going to make mom a lot happier she's a busy person, we're all busy people but You know, there is a responsibility involved, and I think mom's definitely taking care of her responsibility in terms of the form of payment. So, if you could do do that and step up, you know, this is part of your lesson as well. You know, just becoming a responsible individual. When you handle the entire situation this way, you are teaching them about life you're teaching the student about things that have absolutely nothing to do with music whatsoever if a parent overhears this they're they will be overjoyed because it is something that a parent would say to a child but when it comes from a teacher it's that much more powerful and parents know this parents really appreciate when teachers say these types of things I can not think of any situation which a parent has gotten upset for me making some type of comment like this because it is their hard-earned money. okay great. No and you know what don't feel bad about this. it's totally all right. it's it's fine. it's it's a learning process. It's something that I went through myself. I had moments where I was not ready for lessons or I was running late. And we all learn from this. That's what life is all about. It's all about learning. All right, we need to get back on task here. All right, let's run through. uh, Because three is similar to number one, we're going to go to number five. Okay, now my, my rationale with this is very simple. There are some people who feel very strongly about warm ups. I am one of those people. However, because I had to spend that time addressing the situation, which was a very important situation, I don't want to spend the entire lesson warming up. Nothing is worse for students than spending an entire lesson doing warm-ups. They just don't enjoy it. I don't know of anybody who enjoys just doing warm-ups. We want to get into the meat of the lesson. We want to get into uh, the... the for lack of a better word, the music making rather than just the warm ups especially when we're dealing with a student at uh, at this age Uh, the person does not want to be spending their entire time doing warm ups and technical exercises okay, great I'm very, very proud of you I appreciate everything you just did with number 5 I really hear a nice improvement based on what was going on last week. And I know that things are only going to get better as we move on, which is tremendous. Excellent. Okay, I'm waiting for the student right now. Student has something going on with... His or her instrument not exactly sure what's going on I take a look is everything okay with your instrument oh I see okay Yeah, we, we when we're I know we sometimes get a little bit fidgety you got to be very careful you got to remember this is a very expensive instrument and we have we have discussed that before uh be really careful with that because what, what we what's happened now? No, it's okay. You, you didn't break the valve. Okay, what's happened is you were spinning the valve, and the top part of the valve is currently not attached to the was what we call the stem. It's not attached to the part of the valve which is going up and down. No, it's okay. It's all right. Okay, now some time is going to need to be spent. I need to take the valve out. You can probably figure out obviously this must be a brass instrument okay now we take it out okay looks like we're all set to go all repaired and what I'm also going to do at this point is I'm just going to inspect the entire instrument over sometimes we as music teachers forget to inspect the instruments of our students and I think it's really really important that Especially when a student has something that goes wrong with his or her instrument, it's, it, that is a perfect opportunity you have the instrument in your hands. Let's take a look. Let's see what's going on. In this case, on a trumpet, I'm going to be making sure that the valves are not sticky, that everything is going up and down. I want to make sure that the valve caps uh, at the base of the valves, I'm able to take them off. Uh, or are we dealing with a situation in which they have, uh, the metal has bonded? Uh, are the slides moving freely? I'm going to check the water keys. I want to make sure that the water keys are moving and that uh, whether it's uh, the rubber or the cork that that um, uh, that's part of the water key is also in good shape. So we're going to examine all these different things and obviously just take a quick uh quick gander to see if we have any dents or anything of that nature on the horn okay yeah it looks like actually you've been taking a taking pretty good care of the horn I appreciate that a great deal I'm glad to see that we don't have a tremendous amount of dents on the horn which is great it's good to see that you're taking things uh, very seriously with your instruments excellent Okay. All right. What I'd like you to do at this point is uh, if you could please take out uh, your lesson book. Uh, what was our assignment for this week? You don't remember. Okay. Now, I don't want you to look. I don't want you to look to see what we wrote down. Is it, Do you have any idea what page we're on? Or you think it's page 12. Alright, let's go to page 12, let's see if that's it. Obviously, we can see now the student has clearly not practiced. Now, an astute teacher is probably gonna notice sometimes even in warm-ups or after the first examples are played, you should be able to pick it up pretty quickly that the student did not do much playing. Uh, One of the common things is if a student says that he or she practiced uh, one or two days, one or two days almost always means no days. It's usually what it means. They don't want to admit uh, the guilty feeling and, uh, and, and let the teacher know and disappoint the teacher by saying that he, or, you know, he or she didn't practice at all. The Reality is that it's well, we know obviously it's better if they're just truthful with us. But uh, that's what I found to be the case. If a student says they practice every day except for two days, uh, they're usually not lying about. It. They're usually pretty honest. Uh, students who actually did practice tend to not really stretch the truth uh, with that. They may stretch the truth on their practice records, but. Okay, so it's clear that our student has really not practiced for this week, and now I have to make a decision. What am I going to do now, now the student hasn't practiced? Okay, listen, it's not the end of the world. We know what we're going to do for this week. Uh, What I would like to do, you know, we're working on some different techniques with our breathing anyway with our warm-up exercises. You know what I'd like to do for this week? Uh, our assignment was page 12, but instead of doing the material that you didn't get a chance to look at Let's go back to page 11, which you do play very well What I'd like to do is I'd like to incorporate some of the breathing exercises that we were doing in our warm-ups and I'd like you to uh, try to uh, Find ways to put them into all the different exercises on the page. Here's gonna be the challenge. I need you to do it without me saying anything. So I want you to think to yourself, because remember, once the lesson's over, I'm not here. There's not a little Rousenberger bird that, that jumps onto your shoulder and says, hey, make sure to practice. Okay, you gotta re- remember that that uh, this is going to be on you. So one thing that we can do right now, and I'd like you to take your pencil, like you to write in the book, is uh, however you're going to be able to understand with your own handwriting, I'd like you to write in the fact that we're going to use our warm up techniques. And you're going to write down all the different things we did with our breathing and put little reminders for yourself all over page 11 because what we're going to do for next week is we're going to work on it today but for next week as part of our warm-up we're actually going to use some of page 11 as well okay so what i've done here is i've taken the a situation that's not optimal but it's something that's realistic and, and and sadly it happens all too often uh, if I if I tally up the total number of times students have been prepared for lessons as opposed to ones who have not been sufficiently prepared, I have to say that the ones who have not been prepared, and when I mean prepared, I'm talking about everything is done, and they've really uh, they've really done everything in the, in their power to make sure that they're going to have a really successful lesson. I have to tell you it's been a majority of my students over the years and it's through no fault of anyone it's this thing called life that happens and people need to learn how to prioritize Uh, you gotta always keep in the back of your mind that students are going to go through waves sometimes the waves uh, never seem to uh, cease it always seems to be like it's actually they're not some students don't even have waves They're just kind of in the ground and they're not really practicing much at all and they may never practice much at all in the entire time they even have you as an instructor. Don't take it personally, okay? Yes, it's very possible that some of it may be on you. Some of it might be because of you all of it may be because of you, but more likely than not, it has nothing to do with you at all. It may have a lot more to do with the student. He or she may not be ready. And you may have a situation where the students might even be forcing the student to take lessons. And that's, of course, your decision as an instructor as to what you want to do. Okay, so rather than uh, talk about what is going to happen with the remainder of the lesson. I can I'm gonna kind of take it from here and and ultimately tell you if you haven't been able to figure out by now, this is an elementary aged student. It doesn't really matter the age, it's not that's not terribly important. It could be a fourth grader, fifth grader, sixth grader, it could be on any instrument. In this case, it happens to be a trumpet. Um this is a student who I have known for a year, the student has been very, very up and down. The student has already heard from me that uh, he is a lot like me in, in what I used to do when I was, was his age. He knows that I play video games. He knows that I played video games all the time back in the dinosaur ages when I was his age. Okay, the student, once a student understands and realizes that you're a real human being, that you actually put on your clothes, you do everyday things, you eat, you sleep, just like every other normal human being, and once they can understand that you do things that might be similar to them, or you did things the way they do now, it helps. It helps to make more of a connection. It builds trust. It builds understanding. And the student, once a student is enjoying the experience, it's much more likely that he or she is going to buy in. I don't know ultimately what's going to happen with this, this current student of mine. I'm not really sure. I've had situations where some of them, they just don't ever, uh, for lack of a better word, improve in terms of what they need to do to become as successful as possible on the instrument. What I do know is that the student does have uh, have, uh, uh, some talent for sure. It's very hard for me to gauge how much talent because the student's been inconsistent with his practicing. And I make that extremely clear to the parents. Uh, that that's a discussion for the with the parent to say it's it's very hard to gauge exactly how good or great your child is or could be when the practicing is inconsistent. So you can put a little bit of the onus on them as well. Uh, sometimes I can see that someone is a vuntikent, that they are, are someone who has tremendous ability, and I make that abundantly clear and do everything I can and and hopefully they're going to be inspired and do everything that they need to. Um, Notice that throughout the lesson, I'm not negative. The negative approach doesn't work. Yelling at the student, getting on their case about practicing or or not practicing in this case. Or coming down late for the lesson. Or not having things set up. This is not going to be helpful. It's going to happen with some students. They may back off. Uh, they may ex- have some reservations. There could be some fear that could be involved. You may be replicating behavior. Which is similar to some of their other teachers. Or even their own. Uh, the their uh, the adults living in the home. Their parents. Uh, so. Uh, We definitely want to be as positive as possible. Uh, It's unfortunate. It doesn't mean that we are, uh, you know, the happy jolly green giant uh, all the time uh, for every single lesson the entire way. Uh, There might be a lesson where you have to get a little more stern, but you want to keep that at an absolute minimum. Absolute minimum. I've had uh, with... Really, any student I've been teaching for an extended period of time, uh, there's only a a few times where that's really happened. Unless I have students who are super, super, super serious and they know uh, that I'm going to be a little more tough, a little more demanding, but not demeaning. Big difference between demanding and demeaning. Uh, Don't want to be... Certainly don't want to be uh, nasty. Uh, in nature that's not really going to get anyone anywhere and that approach rarely works so we have a lot of different things that have occurred in today's lesson and uh, you might have other situations but the whole reason I did this today is to take you into the, the teacher's mind now here's the tough part when Action happens. Your reaction needs to be ready to go. You can't be up. Oh, uh, uh, that can't be happening. When the student does whatever he or she does, you have to have an answer right away. You have to know exactly what you want to say. Now, during the lesson, did you notice that I didn't cut the student off with? his or her playing. Now, I understand that you didn't actually hear an instrument playing, and I understand that there were some moments, there were some gaps in there, but I I could not stand when I was a student. I hated when my teacher would constantly cut me short. Not every once in a while, constantly. I would start to play an exercise, and I would get barely through a measure or two, and all of a sudden the teacher's stopping me, and they're nitpicking, and they're nitpicking. Ugh! drove me completely crazy. There's nothing wrong with doing that from time to time. When you're doing that all the the time, you're micromanaging and no one likes a micromanager. Probably my least favorite people in the world, ones who micromanage everything. You don't wanna be that instructor because that's gonna come down to being annoying and that's going to lead to a lot of friction between you and your students. There are going to be more episodes like this. Today's focused on just the private lesson. Again, as always, I hope that this was helpful, that this was eye-opening for you. I have never done anything like this before. This was something that just popped into my brain. And I said, why not? Let's give it a shot. Hopefully, it's it's something that you enjoy Uh your feedback, of course, is appreciated and your subscription and listening to all the different podcasts, whether they be on iTunes, whether they uh, be on uh, SoundCloud or now Podchaser. That's the newest one uh, that we're, we're found on right now. Uh, I appreciate your support. Please like th- like them, rate them and share them with others. It's the greatest compliment that I can take. Uh, when it comes to my podcasts. So thanks so much for tuning in today. Uh, we'll have another one of these uh, in the near future, possibly even tomorrow. We'll see. We'll see what uh, how the mood uh, mood strikes me. All right. All the best to you in your private lesson instruction.